Welcome to the Wake Up and Live Show. I am your host, Chantel Simone, and it is so awesome having you here today. We are very excited for, first of all, happy July 1st to all of our fellow Canadians, my fellow Canadians out there. Happy Canada Day and happy new month to everybody. Seven is such a powerful number. It's one of my favorite numbers. And it's a great time of rest and completion. And it's a great time to really reflect on what you want to do next. We've also entered into a new quarter of the year. So I know many entrepreneurs are looking at their goals and assessing what they've done and what they want to achieve in this next half of 2020. Hopefully it will be way more empowering than it has been with the news of the current affairs during these times. If it's the very first time that you are watching the show, welcome. We stand for three key things at the Wake Up and Live show. And that's purpose, mind mastery, and truth. So expect to be shifted. Expect the unexpected. Expect to hear that thing that you need to hear right here, right now, to be able to shift you to a new level of thinking for your life. We have an amazing a couple today as our guests who will truly move you to the next level. So you absolutely want to make sure that you click that share button because it will be a huge blessing to every person that hears the show today. So to help me introduce our new season, please help me welcome our special co-host for season three of the Wake Up and Live show, Mr. Lester Bailey. Welcome to the show. <laughs> hello, everyone. How are you? Happy Canada Day to my Canadian friends. And hello, Miss Chantel Simone. I love being able to unpack, you know, this, what am I saying? What is the word? Perspective. It's one of those words that kind of hit you and you want to really see what life is. We all have a perspective about life and let's enjoy it from the people who live life. That's you. So make sure that you sit back in your chair, have your nice, comfortable drink and enjoy this show. Thank you for joining us. We so appreciate you. Let's use the power perspective with a purpose. That is right. And I love it. Now, today, uh, well, today I'm very excited because we're going to be talking about a champion mentality, a champion mindset how to go above and beyond and, and, and just still soar and really focus on what you want. Now, as you guys know, if you, again, if it's the first time that you're watching, this season of the show, we really, Lester and I really deep dove into really hearing people's perspective. And, you know, around the current affairs that's happening right now, we, of course, we know we have the coronavirus, we have Black Lives Matter, and we also have reintegrating into businesses. And today's very special guest is going to help us unpack today's topic around a champion mindset. I am so excited and honored to have this powerful couple join us here today, especially as we wrap up season three. So we're wrapping up with a bang here today because I had a, a wonderful conversation with them. Their journey is just absolutely phenomenal. What they've been able to accomplish beyond anything else has just been remarkable. And one thing that I loved after 
having us such a great conversation with them, they didn't see any limitations. All they saw was what they wanted to do. And I believe that that's something we can all apply in our lives to achieve the things that we want to achieve. So please help me welcome our very special guests to this show, Mr. and Mrs. Tiffany and Michael Armstrong. Welcome to the show. Hey, everybody. Have you got it today? <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. Well, hey, it is absolutely our pleasure to have you here today. Welcome to the Wake Up and Live show where we unpack perspective. So why don't we start off by hearing three key things about you guys that you would like to share with the audience so that they get to know you a little better. Okay. Well, my name is Michael, and um, at the age of 26, I went from being able to drive a car to being totally blind overnight. Um, the thing that's really interesting about that for me is blindness happened for me, not necessarily to me, because I found more about myself. I found out that I could do and achieve more because of the challenge. It forced me to go farther and deeper into my martial arts, um, into hiking and things like that. So I really found, I guess, the second thing would just be passion, passion for bigger things than myself. And it also taught me the whole concept of being a student of life, you know, let go of your knowingness and just be ready to expand and learn more from the people that, that are masters or something, you know, never, never settle. You know? I love it. I love it. Now that's an empowering perspective. So welcome, Michael. It's such an honor to have you here and I can't wait to deep dive more. How about yourself, Tiffany? Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for having us here. Um, so, the three things that come to mind um, of for me is um, I as well went blind at 26 and it wasn't until um, kind of similar when I went blind and, and, and rehabbed and got through um, the struggles and started learning a new perspective that I really found who I am and what I found myself to be um, was kind of a little bit of what I was when I was a little girl, but adulthood had, you know, kind of, jaded some of that stuff and so um i like to think that i'm a creative thinker um thinking outside of the box especially being a blind person um a lot of times and having a five-year-old who's also <laughs> visually impaired yeah. um and living alone on the side of a mountain okay like nobody helps us <laughs> wow. um definitely like thinking outside of the box like problem solving and and just really like how are we going to figure this out like how are we going to find the shoe i don't know let's let's get creative um, so number, that's number one. Number two is, um, really being able to make, um, decisions, but at the same time being able to be flexible. Um, I think that's very powerful to have both traits and I'm very happy to have both of them. And my third one is, um, something that served me very well my whole life. I didn't need to go blind to learn this one, um, was just having like a bubbly outgoing personality. Like, Yes. You want me to do something like let's go, like let's do it. It's like how are we gonna do it? I don't know. We're just gonna go. Like this is amazing. <laughs> and so um, I really get a lot of energy from just like doing stuff and just being yep. that person. So yeah. Wow, wow, I love it. You know what? I just find that you guys have just been just in the short period of time that we've known each other. You guys have been such an inspiration, and and more than anything else, that perspective that you have of life. Like, let's just go out there. Let's find a way to do it. Let's find a way to master it. Um, I know you guys. Have, now, before we jump, jump into the current affairs of, of, of life and what's going on in our society, speaking of mastery and being a champion, you know, it's, it's, it's during the pandemic. It's outside of the pandemic. It's before the pandemic. And it'll be years after. 
So you guys have done and mastered some great things in your life and, and just having your site, physical site not being available to you, the things that you were able to achieve has just been phenomenal. So can you just share what's some of the, you know, the most notable moments that you guys would say, um, I, I know I can name a few just after speaking to you guys. So what's some of the most notable things that you have done that you probably, not even the average person who has physical sight have done, but you guys have done above and beyond um, with, with what, your, what, your, what your life is currently like. So can you share a couple of things? Sure. Um, when I lost my eyesight, I was a second degree black belt in Kyokushin Karate. And the doctors warned me that if I kept up doing martial arts, it would very likely take my sight. And I tried to give that up for about three months, found myself in such a bout of depression that I couldn't do it. Um, but after I actually lost my sight, I became more passionate about my martial arts and earned a sixth degree black belt in Kyokushin. Got a third degree black belt in jujitsu, a first degree black belt in traditional samurai sword, and have been inducted into a couple different martial arts hall of fame. I was also mm -hmm. like instructor of the year a few times with the national organization I belong to. Um, on top of that, I found a passion for uh, being a champion for blind children. I mean, it's one thing to have lived a life where I could see and drive and experience the beauty that our planet has to offer. But it's another thing when you see a small child, you know, three years old, that has to use a cane and they're walking into stuff and they're afraid to move. Me and um, seven other people got together and we uh, did a fundraising event for the Foundation for Blind Children and hiked Mount Kilimanjaro in 2009. And mm. Standing at the top of that summit, which only 50% of the people that attempt to make that summit actually make it, we had a 100% success rate with our team. And that was even with myself and a couple others getting stomach viruses so bad that we were quarantined for three days on the mountain. Wow. Um, after that, you know, it was just, what are you going to, I mean, you experience something like that. You're standing on the top of the world and you're just like, oh my gosh. I can do anything and you just look for the next big thing. So one of the biggest things for me is what can I find that's going to challenge my mind, my heart, my soul that's going to help me grow because my goal mm -hmm. in this life is just the best version of myself I possibly can be for myself, for my family and for anybody that I can inspire along the way. Wow. You know, before we get to, to Tiffany, I just wanted to ask, there's, there's, you know, I like to ask some questions that may be running through people's minds and just being a, 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 what is it, a third degree black belt and just being a master in all these different martial arts, climbing Kilimanjaro, you know, they say that when one of your senses are taken away, it heightens the others. So can you share a little bit about what that may be like? Can you paint a picture for us to, to just describe that feeling? Yeah, absolutely. I noticed when I first lost my eyesight, and Tiffany can attest to this, any blind person can, it's not necessarily that at first your senses get better, but it's just like when you take a bite of a really good whatever food is that you love, and you're like, oh my gosh, you just close your eyes and you just let your taste buds truly enjoy that flavor. 90% of the information that our brain absorbs comes from our eyesight. So when you shut that down, you're, let, you're allowing your brain to absorb more of that information. Um, through the other senses. So we have that with all of our senses all the time. Now, unfortunately, I'm a drummer and I've lost a lot of my hearing in my ears because of it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, you hear about stories of, you know, 
Master Poe from Kung Fu, you know, on the TV show, you know, where you can see without his eyes. And there are martial arts there that expand on that. And Tiffany and I have been working on that as well. So there's there's other senses that you start incorporating, you know, and we all use this stuff on a daily basis. It's just a matter of keying in on it and honing on in on something that they've been doing for like 450 years. So Right, right. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you. That is, is again, just congratulations. That's amazing. And Tiffany, how about yourself? What are some of the things that, uh, uh, that you've done a lot of great things in your life? What are some notable things that you want to share with the audience? Yeah, thank you. So, um, well, like before I lost my sight, um, I lived a very, um, <laughs> adventurous life. Um, I became an internationally ranked swimmer for the United States of America by the age of 12 and just barely missed uh, the Olympic trail cuts. So barely, I mean like under a second, which is a lot in swimming, but <laughs> um, I also, um, once my swimming career ended, I uh, became a patissier and worked for Phoenix Country Club um, here in was just blessed to be around amazing entrepreneurs and business people like the owner of the Phoenix Suns who absolutely loved my orange muffin. So <laughs> that was a lot of fun just being around people of that caliber and, and getting to learn from them at such a young age. Um, and then after losing my sight at age 26, um, I kind of like look at it like I kind of settled down for a little bit. Um, I got married and met this guy and um, we have a beautiful five-year-old son who also is visually impaired but can see a lot more than us. He tries to hide from us a bit. Anyways, uh, um, five years harder than Kilimanjaro's by the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Um, and so, um, just really, um, kind of like what you were um, speaking to, just tapping into, um, what's really going around me and, um, learning some beautiful, um, communication methods, um, through a formula, um, from getting to hello to yes with integrity based human influence and just honing some of my communication skills and spending the time doing that um to just opening up and expanding my mind to other things that are out there like um some of the things michael was talking about um using our other senses to perceive the world around us amazing amazing now um so i do want to shift into current affairs um you know a lot of the conversations we've been having on the wake up and live show in this season is around um, perspective on what's happening in this world. So there's, you know, there's the coronavirus, there's the Black Lives Matters, there's reintegrating into businesses. Um, so why don't we start with the coronavirus and what has been your experience and what's your whole perspective on the corona outrage? Definitely for us, it, it, it struck us pretty hard because Tiffy's, Tiff is a type, type 1 diabetic, so we're extra cautious. You know, she's in that, that group of people that's way more at risk. So um, I, I had to shut my dojo and my personal training gym down. And, you know, I was already in process for a different job, so it, it's okay. But still, it's, it's kind of put our life on hold, and we've been locked away in our home pretty much for the most part, which I couldn't ask for a better person to be with. But... <laughs> You know, it's still, it is definitely more challenging. You know, one of the biggest challenges as a blind person is travel 
And that's really challenging now. Before we could just call a Lyft or an Uber and, and get out there and do what we needed to do. But now that's just not the safest thing to do. You know? Mm-hmm. So you really have to look at technology. And um, T- Tiffany was alluding to something we've been training in with, uh, you know, just mastery of life. Um, and the cool thing about it is there's a saying that we use is like, is Corona happening to you or for you? And I love that because during the time that this virus has been holding us, locking us down, you know, we've been learning, we've been studying in all the different areas that we're doing, whether it's martial arts or meditation or, you know, how to communicate, how to be successful in business, to starting new businesses, to finishing my book, to um, talking about movies and, you know, all these different things and different plans and goals instead of sitting here being worried about what's going to possibly kill us. So the important part about it, you started seeing life and you stated that you're a serial entrepreneur. Now, it's funny when you're locked up in a house for the first time <laughs> and now you're having to start businesses. How has that affected your life? How, you know, how do you start a business? Because a lot of people, <laughs> they don't envision themselves as starting a business being locked up for COVID. How has that started working out for you? Yeah, that's an awesome question. So like, we're locked up. Lots of people are locked up, especially in Arizona right now. Um, I mean, we, we're allowed to leave, but you know, uh, it's really bad right now. Um, mm-hmm. Really high numbers uh, currently. So um, the the answer to that question is something we call uh, ecosystem merging. So mm-hmm. an ecosystem is a group of people. Uh, you have your friends as a group of people. You have maybe your yoga class you go to as a group of people. Your family as a group of people. And amongst those people, there's other pods of people. And we all have this in common in COVID, like really restarted. It was like a hard reset for everybody. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so being able to connect with those ecosystems with a purpose and a positive message and self-mastery, um, three pillars, there's self-mastery, process mastery, and influence mastery. Um, and honing our skills on those and raising our level and sharing that amongst ecosystems and having equal value exchange and just helping one another out um, is how we've, we've been building. Yeah. Also, during the time, I've, um, I'm starting a new business, actually, as soon as this clears and I've been going to school for the last year and a half. So it enabled me to actually write two business plans in the time wow. period at home mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> pursue different you know, avenues of investment and things like that, as well as continuing my own learning and her learning, you know, and just expanding who we are. You know, we're actually busier now than we were before. (laughs) I've often said that when I retired from, when I retired from my profession, that I was going to sit and do nothing. And let me tell you, I'm busier (laughs) now than I have ever been in my entire life. So I know what that looks like. Yeah. (laughs) Are you all... So, what type of what do you do for fun during this lockdown? How how does life look, you know, for fun during this time? What is it that you're doing that other people can take from now, you know, and enjoy their life even more? Oh, okay. So, um, for fun, I I we are the big kids. Um, so we found an amazing place set, like a really big one made out of redwood for our son. Oh, I hear the quiet. 
on um on, on christmas, on christmas? Yeah, yeah on christmas yeah. santa brought us one and um <laughs> and it has a really big slide and so we got a splash pad on amazon for like 21 dollars <laughs> and we take the water hose and we suck it down the slide and we have this like great idea slide down the slide and then this big pool of water and well it's really fun until you get very competitive people to see who can go the furthest <laughs> and so we i love it our inner child right yeah. like what can we do like we've got like little squirt guns and randomly put them around the house and being blind it's like you find when you just squirt somebody when they walk by it's like what what <laughs> is hilarious so you know what i love it because you know staying youthful having fun and, and sometimes it's just not taking life so serious you know is it really it, it brings out it brings out this this um this joy inside of us that that allows us to kind of keep moving forward i know a lot of people that worry a lot or work a lot and and you know that just that that just carries with your body but i i, I love it keeping light and fun that's mm -hmm. that's something that adults don't do as much anymore. yeah it's true yeah well and i love we get our yoga in the mornings and our workouts mm -hmm. you know we got the gym here so it's nice and it's just a beautiful experience spending time with each other you know? Yeah. Wow. Wow. That is so awesome. I love it. And I love your perspective. So do you guys, you guys don't go out at all in the, uh, like, do you do the grocery shopping or do you do, no, I see the head shaking. No. What is, how is it, how have you adapted? Do you just stay in home? How do you get the things that you need to get from outside? Instacart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you just order it online and, and it gets delivered. And, you know, we have a protocol. I uh, open the garage door and they just set it on the mats and I pull it in. I clean it all before I put it away and then wash up and we're good from there. Mm -hmm. The only place we've gone in the last four months was for some of the on the job training for the business that I'm starting. But with that, I was still wearing, you know, a mask and gloves and things like that, really being strong on the protocols. But wow. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, hey, you guys, if you're having fun and you're, you're building businesses and you get to take care of your, your beautiful five-year-olds, that's, that's life, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Awesome. So then let's talk a little bit about um, the, this other movement that has been, you know, taking the world by storm, Black Lives Matter. Now, if you guys have been inside for the past little while, you probably, you know, didn't get to didn't get to participate, obviously, in the in the protests and things like that. But what have you like some of the things that you've heard about it? What's what's your stance on this this movement? And of course, the crazy killings that's been happening. What What's your perspective? You know, it's, it's really interesting. Um, and I'll preface this with a story that's somewhat humorous, um, even though it's a serious subject. Uh, when you lose your sight, you really don't see color anymore, literally. <laughs> but I mean, it doesn't matter if you're whatever the color of your skin is, it's, it's how you treat us that we recognize you, you know? So I think everybody, regardless of their skin, race, uh, handicap, whatever it is, deserves honor and respect and their lives matter for sure. So I'm 100% behind that. The funny story that I'll tell you about, um, I went to a men's retreat. And I played on the worship team at my church and I was hanging out with three of the guys in the band and we're sitting at a table and one of my friends, um, Marquis comes in and he goes, Hey Mike. I go, Hey, what? 
He goes, guess what? And I go, what? And he goes, you know you're hanging out with the brothers. And I go, yeah, you're my brothers in Christ, man. What's up? And they're like, no, man, we're black. And I go, ah, heck, man, everybody's black to me. It doesn't matter. Dude, it doesn't matter. We're all the same. You know, it's just what's in your heart. I love it. I love it. That's awesome. That's a great story. I love it. You know what? And, you know, a lot of people out here, they say that they don't see color, which obviously, I mean, at the end of the day, there's a level of prejudice, but I love that you can be like, look, I just hear you and I see, I feel your spirit and, you know, how you treat me and how I treat you. That's what matters. And at the end of the day, that's what really should matter to all of us. So I think that is just such a great example. So I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, and what about yourself, Tiffany? What's your thought? <laughs> yeah. Well, and like the really, really funny thing that only totally blind people will understand is everybody really is black. All you see is black. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> I love you guys are awesome. Everything's black. I don't know. Um, so, I mean, yeah. I love I, when I, Tiffany just hide a face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that. <laughs> like you can't see me now. <laughs> uh -huh. so your thoughts, your thoughts through and throughout this process when you're hearing these stories, and I know that you kind of you know stay updated. Uh -huh. What are your sentiments behind what you're hearing? What What are some of the things that that are kind of touching your soul during this time? Yeah, um, truly. Um, and I mean, I can't see the videos, right? Um, but I can feel it. And mm -hmm. Um, it's just so sad to me that humanity has come to this. Mm -hmm. um, it's just, I, I like, I, I think more of people like as a whole and like, we have feelings and we have emotions and like, I just, I have a really hard time with it. Um, and my cousin, um, she lives up, um, in Oregon and she went out to the riots because she's just so sick of it. Mm -hmm. Um, and she's a nurse as well. And well, almost a nurse. She's almost out of school. And, um, and it's just like, yeah, like my whole family, you know, my uncle, um, is from the Congo and he's like, you know, guys, this is, uh, the only country I've lived in. And he's been to over 130 countries. Um, wow. that you hear on the TV and you hear in the media, you know, a Hispanic male got shot, a um, African-American woman is standing up for rights. And it's like, okay, but what happened to just like people, right? Like mm -hmm. a person got shot. A person was standing up for what they believed in. A person, like we're people. Why does there have to be so many labels? And I think that's what really, like, deep down inside, if I was <laughs> transparent and true, uh, which I think you're looking for, I, I'm just really like, can we just drop the labels and be yeah. people? And the, yeah. and the atrocities are, I mean, it's horrible when you hear about what has happened and, you know, the different stories I do catch on the news and it, it it just hurts my soul. You know, it's like, this should not happen. It should absolutely not happen. And yeah. The fact that it does is just ridiculous and it needs to change. 
I, I so love that, you know, and as you, we've heard it time and time again, with these reports and things like that, even all down to um, one of the videos that went viral was, I guess it was a Caucasian lady or, or, and she was in a park with a dog and she wanted to call the police. And she made it a point to say, I'm being attacked. She's like, I'm being attacked by an African-American. And, and as you were talking, Tiffany, I'm like, what does it matter? Even like, why not just say yeah. I'm being attacked by a man? Like, why, why do we have to? And that's so, such a true thing. At the end of the day, and, I, and I say that, I've said this many times in the show, I believe we, there is one race and it's a human race. That's you know, right. we're all family and uh, we all want the same thing at the end of the day. You know, we want to have joy. We want to, to protect our family. We want to live prosperous. You know, we all want very similar things. So color and, and all the other labels shouldn't have anything to do with it. I love that. Yeah. You know, after speaking to you guys too, I wanted to really touch upon um, your faith. Because in these times with current affairs, a lot of people, you know, we did a series of the Wake Up and Live show. We called it Faith versus Fear. And, and, and it's because so many people were leaning to fear or, or leaning to being worried or having anxiety about all that's going on. And it's kind of resurfacing again the fact that we're, we're some places are reopening. And so, you know, some people are happy to kind of at least see other humans or be in contact or feel their energy. And some people are scared at the same time. And it's, it's, it's a stage in our lives right now where a lot of people are just are turning to, you know, I just, we call it the good man above or God or, or the universe or energy. Everybody has different labels. But I want to ask you guys along your journey, what has the role of God or spirituality played um, to kind of keep you with this champion mindset and achieve all the great things that you have? I'll go first. Mm -hmm. So it's been the pillar. God is, God is the strength, you know, and I, I've been a born again Christian. I was raised in a Catholic household, um, but I've also been heavily into martial arts where you learn about energy and connecting to nature and, and things like that. So our faith is strong in God. We don't necessarily go to any one church right now. The closest would probably be a Christian church, but God is, is like I said, the pillar. When I was on Kilimanjaro and I had a stomach virus where I was only able to eat like literally 300 calories a day and I was burning 9,000 calories. I'm going up that mountain just praying the whole way, you know? Wow. Um, so it's huge. It's, it is the one constant. You know, so between playing on worship teams and being in a Christian rock band for several years, you know, God is a huge part of our household and our lives and always will be. Mm -hmm. Oh, amen to that. I love that. Awesome. What, what's your perspective, Tiffany? Yeah, um, obviously very much so like my husband. And um, the thing I would add to that is um, we travel to uh, Hawaii once a year, this year, but we do and um, through our travels we met a beautiful man named scott and scott um is a shaman um does not use plant medicine just truly like the foundation of energy and, and gifts that god gave us and really anchoring in and, and learning some of his um, shamanic teachings um which we all have the ability to do inside of us and um 
finding that gap and that like higher level of consciousness to to really be a clear vessel which i we believe god can work through so it's funny how there's like we're tying like shamanic ties um which is cleansing us um like i believe like the gut the heart and the mind so that we're clean so that god can work through us and and use us as tools for for this this world in this time we have here on earth and on the on the other side which is like beautiful and the other side the shamanic side is making us aware that i mean it's in science you know everything is alive everything has energy and so being aware that like the rocks have energy and the trees have energy and the water has energy and and what it means to really just like be grounded and and feel that um power that god put everything here for us and the responsibility to like take care of our planet you know that's that's the the biggest thing is like be aware that what you do today does affect everybody. It's not just you. It, it might be the child down the street that gets the water that you polluted that kills that person. You know, I mean, that hit really close to home to me because that's what happened to my sister. Um, got polluted by water and it killed her from cancer. And so, I mean, the the love for the planet, love for God, the connection, everything, that's, that's what we're about, you know? So. I love that, you know, and it makes me think because there's a lot of people that I meet um, and everybody who knows me knows I love God (laughs) and, you know, couldn't do without him. So I totally echo what you guys are sharing. A lot of people I found along their journey or some of the, the things that kind of stray people away from God is when something tragic happens, like you just mentioned your sister or, or, you know, even you losing your sight. So have you ever challenged God about some of the things in your life? And what did that look like for you? Mm. Um, Okay. Uh, This is a beautiful question. And God spoke to me, so I'm going to answer it honestly. Amen. Um, Literally a week before I lost my sight, Mm. uh, I was in women's prayer group. I don't even know if you know the story. And (laughs) we're revealing some stuff here today. And, um, you know, I mean, lust is a problem. It's a problem and it's amongst us. And as a person with sight, I mean, you see somebody that walks by and they look good and you're like, oh, that, you know, that person's very attractive. And I was young, I was 26, right? And uh, was kind of having an issue in this category. I mean, not really bad, but Mm -hmm. we're we're girls, we're in Bible study, we're we're getting down, right? (laughs) And so, so I, I love that. Oh God. He I love the truth. We're the truth here at the show. So <laughs> he could do anything to me to remove this. Just super easy. Just poof, it's gone. And I literally went blind a week later. And I didn't question it. I actually, I can laugh about it now. Um, but it really solved it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm shocked at anyone by the opposite sex. Let that be known. Um, so, and I found a good-looking one right here. So I'm not concerned at all. Um, but yeah, I mean, so I, yes, um, yes, absolutely. Challenge him, and then when I when I did lose my vision, um, I knew that he heard me, and he still hears me, and he hears all of us, 
And so um, I, I actually got closer instead of further. Yeah, for me, definitely when I lost my sight, um, the night before I went blind, this was amazing. And I still thank God every day for this. I walked outside and saw the sunset and I was like, oh my God, it's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, cool, I'm gonna go back in now. And I turned around to walk in the house and in my mind, I felt the Lord say, stop, turn around and watch. Mm. So I did. And to this day, those, those images in my mind are just crystal clear of the sun going down in Arizona. And if you haven't seen it, it's gorgeous. It's just beautiful. Oh my goodness, yes it is. <laughs> One of the most beautiful sights. And I'm so glad to see that it stays in your mind. You mm -hmm. know, people have so many challenges and just everyday challenges and the challenge of sight. Will you explain more, instead of with looking at sight, mm -hmm. how do you show people your your vision, you know, your visions of the future? You know, we talk about economics during this time and many of people have lost their, their way and they don't <laughs> literally forgive the pun, but they don't see what they're going to do. How do you, you know, kind of give people a different vision for what may happen in their lives? Seeing as though, again, you're entrepreneurs and you're, you know, as an entrepreneur, especially a serial entrepreneur, you never stop looking for the next opportunity. Well, that's just it. One of the advantages, like I mentioned in the beginning of going blind is you have to think outside the box. So it's, mm -hmm. um, it was about a year and a half ago that I had decided that, you know, being a personal trainer and a martial arts instructor was a living, but it wasn't the kind of, um, affluence we wanted for our lifestyle. So I started looking at different options and went in a different direction, getting involved in the business enterprise program, which is running vending routes for the government. Um, a lot of schooling jumped in with both feet. And I think that's the biggest key is being able to see clearly what you're going to do, fix it in your mind, write it on paper, write it in a computer, whatever you have to do and start planning backwards. This is something that we learned from Sean Callagy and what he does. Um, Imagine where you want to be and do the steps backwards to get there and then stick mm. the steps, but mm. also be fluid. It's just like in a black belt, you know, um, you see the black belt, you see all these katas and all these kicks and all these throws and joint locks and things you got to learn. And if you looked at it as a whole, it'd be so overwhelming. You're like, oh, I can never do this. But if you take it one step, it's like, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. You know, it's the same kind of concept. Just stay true mm. to your course. And if something gets in the way, be like Bruce Lee and flow like water around it and find a way mm -hmm. to get it. I love that. That's a good purposeful answer because a lot of times people don't realize your imagination sees more than your vision. You know, what you, what you start to see and how you started planning your life and you all have started living this life by, you know, you looked at your past, but you're still always looking forward to what this future brings. So if you had a word to tell the audience about what they can do, what, what would be the most important thought? And I'll give this to Tiffany. What's the important thought about, you know, you've gone through trials and errors, but what is that thing that you would like the audience to really know about where you are in life? Continuous growth. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like Michael said, the, the process mastery that we learned from Sean, um, putting the flag in the ground and, and working 
backwards, but not only that, having stepping on the scale on a daily, weekly basis, like measuring your your ecosystem partners, measuring who are you modeling, measuring um, you, your your meetings, right? Your your quality of meetings, um, measuring your contributions, mm-hmm. because contributions are just the the core of everything you have yeah. to give back yeah. whether mm-hmm. it's or your money or both or your heart whatever you you all of them equal and you want to be in the nines and all of them mm-hmm. um and truly just staying true to course and and just staying on that path mm-hmm. yeah follow through that's the biggest thing you know find a course stick mm. to be willing to flow with it, but follow through, you know, and don't try to reinvent the wheel. You know, if you, there's millions of people out there that have made millions of dollars. So find someone who's done it and figure out the best process for you and Model. go from there. Yeah. Modeling what they're doing. You guys really are champions. You guys are my champions. <laughs> Honestly, I love it. I love the humor from the, you know, keeping light at heart to, to the series of business, to the mastery of the martial arts. I just absolutely, and, the, and going to the Olympics with my less than a second, I get it. I used to run track, so I get those milliseconds. <laughs> they all count. <laughs> you know, one thing I do want to find out, um, a lot of people, you know, when I've been, I've been, we've been having many conversations even on and off air about the, the current affairs and limitations. You know, a lot of people say, oh, I can't do this anymore. I can't go to my favorite restaurants. I can't, um, you know, hug my, my best friend. I, there are so many uh, limitations that people see when it comes to, first of all, life, and especially during these Corona times, you know, and, and Black Lives Matters, you know, oh, I'm gonna, I can't get a restaurant because I'm black. And so there, in life, there's tons of limitations. But the thing is, of course, we all know that we, what we focus on is what we bring more of. How did you guys, or did you guys, what was the process of looking at maybe not having vision as a limitation? What did you guys do with that? How did you respond and how do you respond um, going forward to continue your champion mindset? I, I really appreciated our conversation yesterday, Chantel, um, and how you're all about mastery of the mind. Um, yes. That is the key. Mm-hmm. Henry Ford said, if you believe you can do something or you believe you can't, you're correct. You're right, you know, and it's that's where it all starts. You know, um, you look at the works of like Tony Robbins uh, and it's so poignant, so powerful. And the people that are truly successful, they can lose $10 million and be broke and only have $100 in their account and have no credit to speak of and come back and become a a billionaire, you know. So it's all about what's in the mind. So first and foremost, when I lost my sight, I thought, honestly, I wouldn't want to live without my eyes because I love the world, the beauty of the planet. You know, I love hiking, I love seeing nature. And um, I just said, well, if I go blind, I'll just off myself. Once I actually lost my sight, I was like, that's the stupidest thing I ever thought in my life. (laughs) 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 And it was a reset, you know, so blindness. Reset, I love it. You know what I mean? And 
the more you rise above the challenges in your life, the more fulfilled you feel about those things you've overcome. Ooh, wait, wait. I think that that's a, that's a cold drop right there. <laughs> Everybody needs to write that one down. The more you overcome the challenges, he said, do you even know that could have been all spirit? <laughs> that just came out of spirit. I don't know. It's, um, it's basically along the lines, the more difficult the challenge is that you overcome, the more fulfilled you feel when you've overcome it yeah. and succeeded. Amen. Amen. So I love that. That's the mic drop. That's the mic drop right there. Seriously. We got to rewind that and play, right? And take notes. Um, so, you know what? I just wanted to bring it back to the audience. Like, so if there's people out there, including yourself or maybe someone that you know, and you hear in their language, because, you know, out of our mouth speaks what's what's inside of us, what's what we're thinking and what's in our heart. So when you hear the language of people focusing in on the things like, oh, I, you know, the system's not going to change. Black people are always, you know, taken advantage of or with the coronavirus and I can't do this. You know, these opportunities come up and, and when you, you overcome them, that's your biggest reward. And that's where greatest fulfillment comes. And I so love that, Michael. So it's let it be an encouragement to everybody watching that. Yes, the, the, I also saw I read a, a quote once and it said God gave the toughest battles to his strongest soldiers. Ooh, I love that. I like that. So I think it goes along the same line. So I, I, I definitely appreciate that uh, champion mentality and champion mindset, Michael. Any, any, any thoughts on, on what has helped you, uh, let's say, overcome any perceived limitations and stay focused on what you want? Uh, yeah, like I said in the beginning, I just really like don't focus on... If I have a limitation, I just tend to ignore it <laughs> anyways because um, I have like that rebellious spirit in me that's like, yeah. what? I can't do something? Are you sure? <laughs> I checked, I can. I don't know. <laughs> and um, I just don't. I don't. I don't let things stop me now. I'm not perfect and I have hard days for sure and I um you know uh struggle sometimes in my self-mastery that's what we call that like um how you know we're thinking and where my mindset is for the day and when I have that I just get back into state so whether it's like yelling really loud or like doing jumping jacks or like having an impromptu dance party with my son or my husband, mm -hmm. or I don't know, just listening to a beautiful song by whoever is going to motivate me. Mm -hmm. um, I just get back into state, get back into state, get back into state. There's not, you know, I, I would truly be lying here if I said, like we said, we're the busiest we've ever been. And at least one time a day I say, why am I doing this? Like, I'm so tired. <laughs> what am I doing? Like, so arduous sometimes. But then I'm like, oh, the deeper the why, the deeper the outcome. <laughs> I know why I'm doing this. Okay, get in the state, girl. And like, my husband checks me. 
babe, what's going on? You are not okay to go on here live right now. Like you need to like seriously take a minute. Um, and so just really being self-aware of that and, and doing what I need to do to keep my nervous system shocked. Like, like, oh, what? You're telling me I can't do something? Nervous system? Mm. No, 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 no. Shut up. You're going away now. I am doing this. And, and end of story. Um, and then I just do it. Yeah. Well, and I would love to speak to this just a little bit. Um, one of the things that I find that is the biggest challenge for me is as a blind man, you know, we are the blind in general. We're one of the smaller populations in the world, you know, if you, if you look at it. So when people look at us, you know, a lot of people never see a blind person in their entire life. You know, I don't recall ever seeing one until, you know, I went blind and then all of a sudden I met a bunch, right? <laughs> but, That's so true. you know, the bar is set so low that automatically someone assumes because I can't see, I can't walk, or I can't open my mailbox, or I can't Go unlock my door, or I can't. How do you eat? I'm like, really? So, wow. you know, that's the biggest challenge. If you want to talk about people looking at you and, and thinking you can't do something, you know, because everybody takes it from their perspective. I can't imagine how I would do that if I'm blind. Well, go through a year of training and you would figure it out. Right. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so here we go. So you want to talk about like awkward situations. Like when you first go blind and like you walk in the grocery store and everybody stops with their doing. <laughs> and it's like they're holding their breath and they're looking at you like there's a blind person. Oh my God, there's a blind person. And they're like, get out of your way. And you're like, is there anybody in the grocery store? We get out and she calls me T or T bird. She's like, T-Bird, everybody was staring at us. I'm like, don't tell me that. Oh, my gosh. I thought nobody was in there. She's like, no, everybody just moved out of the way. And then when I was pregnant and blind, that was like a whole thing. One day my cab driver said to me, so how long have you been like this? I go, blind or pregnant? (laughs) Which one, buddy? That's hilarious. Honestly, I just, you know, you've, you've overcome a challenge when you can look back and laugh and have a good laugh at it, you know? And so I just, it's just a reflection of how, of your, your I'm going to say it again, your champion mindsets. Mm-hmm. I just, I love what you said about, you know, the bigger the challenge, the bigger the, el- or the deeper the why, the, the bigger your outcome. And, and I just love how real and transparent you guys are. I think that that is a gift because we've all been through something and, you know, we've all had those moments, Tiffany, where you mentioned you're in your, oh, why am I doing this? We've all had that, you know, whether it's why am I going to work nine to five or why did I start this business or this, even this talk show, what have you. And so it's just real conversation. And this is why I'm so uh, honored to have you guys on the show because that's what we stand for. That's what we're about. You know, let's just have a real talk and, and get to some real solutions to help some real people get to the, where they want to go. So I just honor that. I completely honor that. 
Now, is there anything that you would say as we wrap up the show um, to somebody that is watching? I don't know if it, I'm going to leave it up to you guys because I know I've seen you guys done a few interviews already and I, I'm, I presume there's going to be a lot more. I know, Michael, you did motivational speaking and, and Tiffany, you're an awesome uh, speaker and I feel like you're an entertainer too. <laughs> <laughs> we have great fun having conversations with you. So is there any parting words, final words you'd want to share with people watching? And that it could be anything from something inspirational or maybe it's a joke that you want to share, share your humor again, or just um, some uh, maybe another awkward situation, some sort of parting words that you want to share with the audience today. I've got something I want to share. So in uh was it 2017 i uh did a hike up to everest base camp mount everest base camp wow and the first day i'm hiking i don't use a, a cane when i hike i use a set of trekking poles and then a guy in front of me wearing a bear bell as long as the bear bell doesn't fall real far real fast i know it's safe to go in that direction <laughs> okay so the first day i'm walking along and everybody's like Hey, buddy, there's no bears around here. <laughs> you know, tell my friend in front of me. And I'm bumping people with my shoulder as they're going by. And they're thinking I'm just a jerk, but I'm actually fine. I'm like, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. You know, so finally I put on a blindfold. So as you're going up the mountain, you have to acclimatize to the different altitudes. As I'm going through, uh, we're seeing a lot of the same people. So one day I'm hiking along and, you know, it's arduous. You're, you're going and you're just like, oh my gosh, my feet hurt. I'm tired. I'm breathing hard. You know, you're 17,000 feet. You're huffing and puffing. And there's all these people standing on the side and they start laughing at us as we're walking by. And my first instinct was, what do you think? It's funny that I'm blind. And um, so it kind of brought my spirit down a little bit, but this is, this is a lesson that I'll, I'll finish with. But my buddy came up to me and he's like, what's wrong, Mike? And I go, why are those guys laughing at me? And he goes, they were laughing at you, dude. They're laughing at themselves. They're like, this is six times the blind guys passed us up on the trail. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> one of the great lessons I've learned in life is don't assume you know what anybody else is thinking because you never know. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's powerful. That is awesome. That is so awesome. I love that. That is huge right there. I think it's a good story. There's so much more we could cover, but it's only an hour show. We have to do this again. I love that, Michael. That was royal. Thank you. Tiffany, Um, I don't know. I just really, um, like one of the lessons I've learned very, very recently, probably, oh my gosh, like the last four weeks, to be honest, um, is really how to follow my heart and not my head. Um, I, you know, being a serial entrepreneur and making big moves and big business, um, decisions and leaps and bounds, uh, you start to get some attention from some different people and it, and, and your vision kind of starts to get cloudy. And um, I almost made um, actually two business decisions to go, you know, when the, 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 the road's going to fork, it's like, okay, do I take A or do I take B? Because this is obviously a path. And um, 
and well my beautiful wonderful husband who i'm so blessed to have um shared with me was when i talked to a we'll just say a um i became more panicked more stressed more um like in my head um and not as pleasant to be around um and when i picked b and talked to person b on the phone i was heart-centered i was focused I came away from the conversations um, because we had, you know, a Bible. So we switched back and forth throughout the day. Um, I, I, I was me. I was like, not only me, I was lifted up. And so what that started teaching me was to not like, like A was like a lot more money. B was like no monetization, but it just felt right. It felt yeah. good. And I picked B and then B took me to a very bigger B, which is a very bigger B. And I'm just like, yeah. oh, B is the way to go. And so just learning to follow my heart um, has been a tremendous um, vertical growth uh, for us and our family and me personally, individually. And there are so many lessons in that. And I'm, I'm currently learning that. And so that's what I'm very, very, very present to right now, um, actually, as we speak. So, yeah. So empowering. Wow. We've all been there, haven't we, Lester? <laughs> that yes, we up. have. There's no doubt. Absolutely. There's wow. absolutely no doubt. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. Thank you. So what I've learned from this couple today is there are no limitations but those of the mind. Mm -hmm. Move your own limitations and learn to doubt your doubts. There you go. I love it. I love it. I, that's it. That's it. That's, that's, that's the Bailey's line. Doubt your doubts. I love yep. it. Now, I just, we've had some, oh, we've had some really great comments and I just wanted to just uh, highlight them before we wrap, before we ended the show. Um, Gabby said, real champion mentality. So she's loving it. Um, she said, what an inspiring couple. Absolutely. They so are champions indeed. And uh, it's not the color of your skin, but how you treat us that matters. And she said, that's so powerful. I love it. Um, also here, we have KB from India saying, really appreciated, really appreciated by their thoughts, ideas, and true meaning of life. This was really inspirational to everyone. They tell us how life is full of joy and happiness if you know to find it. Amen to that, KB. I, I agree. I agree. And one other comment here I want to read was Monica Andrews. She said, that's so awesome. This is really real that you can't assume what's happening in other people's minds. She loved your story there, Michael. <laughs> this was really, she put a capitals, great interview. So awesome. And then one comment just came in. This, these are real champions of self-confidence and self-reliance. Uh, they never, they never, um, never won anyone's sympathy. I guess they never won anyone's sympathy, but they go for, for what they want. Oh, people are loving this. And I know uh, people who weren't able to catch it live and are watching on the replay are just completely echoing these comments. It was such an honor and a blessing to have you both on this show. I look forward to staying connected with you guys and maybe even in another season, have you back if you so desire. We would yes, love to have you. <laughs> 
Awesome. Well, keep keep the champion mentality. I know we're going to see some great things out of you. I know you guys are working on the special projects, so maybe we can hear about that more next time. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. <laughs> Amen. I love it. Thank you. Just hang tight. I'm just going to end the show. Well, guys, today we heard of from a couple that is just so inspiring. I just love their 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 light. I love their humor. I love their mentality, their tenacity, and above all, just they're just beautiful people. And you know what? When you meet people like that, you definitely want to stay close. And so we learned about not even looking at our limitations or seeing limitations, but just just acting as if it's not even there and staying focused on what you want. And that's really it. And then, and it all comes down to why in order to have this champion mentality, it all comes down to how we think, you know, what is it that we're thinking? What are we fueling our minds with? Who are we around? Do the people around you lift you up or do they tear you down? So it is, if I, I recommend everybody to watch this over and over again when you need to just get a check. I have somebody used to say, get a check up from the neck up. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to get in between you know, those ears and you really need a nice mentality check, play this video again because I know it will do wonders for you and really properly elevate you. And always trust that God gives you exactly what you need in the right time, in the right place, when you need it. So thank you guys so much for joining. Click that share button because let this inspiring segment be an impact to other people. So click that share button now, share it, be a blessing to others. And we will see you at the same time, same place tomorrow for another episode of the Wake Up and Live show, season three, The Power of Perspective. Always remember you got one life, make it count and navigate on purpose. We'll see you tomorrow.